Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. And WTOP.com. Never miss a moment. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, a third person has died in that lightning strike near the White House. Where you should seek shelter in a lightning storm. I'm Shana Stulen. And we'll take a look at the jobs report and see whether it's getting us out of a recession. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Zoom. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A jury orders InfoWars host Alex Jones to pay just over $45 million in punitive damages to the parents of a murdered Sandy Hook first grader. Reporter Chris Fox. A jury in Austin, Texas has unanimously decided that the parents of murdered six-year-old Jesse Lewis will receive nearly $50 million combined in both compensatory and punitive damages caused by Alex Jones's decade-long campaign of lies that the deadliest school shooting in U.S. history never happened and was staged by the U.S. government. The total comes well below the $150 million the attorneys for the parents were asking for. Alex Jones's net worth is estimated between $135 and $270 million. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. U.S. employers were hiring last month, adding a surprising 528,000 jobs in July despite recession concerns. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. It is really difficult to imagine that the U.S. economy is in a big downturn, a contraction like a recession, when we're creating a half a million jobs in a month. And these gains were broad-based. It wasn't as if there was just one sector hiring. Lots of different parts of the economy adding jobs. Unemployment dropped another notch from 3.6% to 3.5%. Senate Democrats reach an agreement on a climate and tax bill that could come up for a vote this weekend. More from CBS's Natalie Brand. Democrats argue that tax increases in their bill will reduce the deficit. It would also invest nearly $370 billion in energy and climate programs with a goal of lowering energy costs and reducing emissions by 40% by 2030. The legislation includes tax incentives to buy clean energy and investment to build it. Ten people are dead, including three children, after a house fire in northeastern Pennsylvania. WYOU's Andy Mahalshik with the latest. State police are describing this investigation as a complex criminal investigation. The cause not yet known has not been called arson, just an ongoing complex criminal investigation. Family members also told me that 13 dogs perished in this blaze. Now, we did talk to family members who spent the day at the nearby Nescapec Fire Company. They said it's too much to fathom, too much of a loss. They just don't know what to do or say. Israel unleashes a wave of airstrikes on Gaza. The BBC's Justine Green reports. At least 10 Palestinians, among them a commander of the Islamic Jihad group, have been killed in Israeli strikes on the Gaza Strip. An infant was also among the victims. Israel said the strikes were a preemptive attack following direct threats from the group. This Half a million businesses connect using Zoom for communication and collaboration around the globe. Zoom, how the world connects. 803 here on WTOP, Friday night, August 5th, 2022. DuPont Circle at 79. A lot of rain in the greater WTOP listening. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We kind of put it that way that there's a lot of rain in the region, not necessarily right around the Beltway. Let's get all the details on our storms tonight from Storm Team 4, Steve Prince of Valley. 
Hey, good evening, Dimitri. We're watching these storms right now. They're not quite as fierce as last night, where we dealt with a lot of the damaging gusty winds. Right now, the concern is going to be for flooding. We've had ongoing flooding, and we have more storms right now lined up, especially in our southern and eastern suburbs. As we head towards uh, Anne Arundel County, south of Annapolis, Annapolis Neck, down towards the uh, Germantown area, approaching Sudley, Churchton, Harwood, then stretching into Calvert County, seeing some moderate to heavy rainfall. Our friends in southern Prince George's County from Densville down to Newport and also into, into St. Mary's County. Lexington Park getting very hard right now with some heavy rainfall. Flood warnings, I'll run through them quickly. St. Mary's County till 1.15 in the morning. Also, flood warning extended till 11 p.m. for the D.C. area and Prince George's County. That one goes till 11 again. And flood warnings till 11.45 for Montgomery and Fairfax counties. Remember, if you hit any high water, turn around, don't drown. I'll have the complete forecast, including more storms of the forecast this weekend. Straight ahead of weather on the 8th, Dimitri. And on top of what Steve said, we've got people digging out the candles and the battery-operated lights tonight. Some people without power. Northern Virginia Electric Cooperative reporting more than 2,000 customers out in Prince William County. Pepco says it's got 3,400 customers out in D.C., more than 1,600 outages in Prince George's County. And BGE reports more than 2,000 homes and businesses in the dark in Howard County. New tonight, three people are now dead as a result of that lightning strike we've been telling you about in Lafayette Park near the White House. The latest victim is a 29-year-old man who died this afternoon. Other details about him are not being released yet. A couple of tourists in their 70s died earlier. They were James and Donna Muller from Janesville, Wisconsin. A fourth victim remains in critical condition at last report. Well, it has been another day of these severe storms. There will undoubtedly be more of them this summer. What is the best way to protect yourself when there's lightning in the area? The first thing to do is find shelter indoors. In an enclosed building of some kind with walls and, and a ceiling or in a vehicle, uh, you know, a hardtop vehicle with the windows rolled up. Chris Strong, warning coordination meteorologist at the National Weather Service, Baltimore, Washington, says there really isn't a safe place outside. Anything can be a conduit. You can be near a tree. You can be not near a tree. People struck on the roof, struck in the beach, struck in the golf course, struck in an open field, struck in a forest, the, the trees around. The best advice, he says, check before you go out. If there's a chance of thunderstorms, have a plan for a building you can get shelter in. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Some new information this evening as well about a deadly police shooting in northwest D.C. last weekend. As we hear from WTOP's Nick Ionelli, body camera video from the scene has now been released. We released this footage so that the community can see what we see. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser saying the video doesn't clearly show whether or not the shooting was justified. She says that'll be determined through an investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office. The footage shows Police Sergeant Ronaldo Otero Camacho, who's now on administrative leave, driving up to a scene with the gun in his hand. He leaves the car, yells the word gun, then shoots and kills Kevin Hargrave's shirt. His sister, Serena Hargraves, claims he was not armed, despite police saying they recovered a gun at the scene. They shot him in the back of his head. He was no threat. There was no engagement. Police were chasing Hargraves' shirt, saying they believed he was connected to a previous shooting. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Meantime, we're also learning about the shooting death of a special library police officer during a training exercise in D.C. just yesterday. I thought I had my training gun. Why did I do this? That's the gist of what Jesse Porter told the first officer to respond to the shooting. According to documents in support of involuntary manslaughter charges and the death of 25-year-old Morica Mannion of Indian Head. The charging documents describe the shooting happening during a class group photo as people prepared to leave after a day involving instances of classmates playfully teasing Mannion 
for repeatedly not being ready for various reasons. One witness describes Mannion making a funny comment early in the day and the class instructor Porter pointing an orange training gun at her to simulate shooting her. When she actually was shot, Mannion had caused a pause in the picture taking so she could remove her COVID mask. Christy King, WTOP News. The search is now on for a 66-year-old man suspected of vandalizing a gas.